Welcome to Zichud Avsi Avram Goldar and Zerim Zechus Yavamis Dav Tzadi Zayin. The end of the tenth parak Yisha Rabbah and the beginning of the eleventh parak Noisin Al Anusa. This is going to be an abbreviated shear. So the three of us are going to focus on number one. The Gemara asks, mm-hmm. If the signs of a saris have not developed and the man has not yet sprouted pubic hairs, until when is he considered to be a minor and not yet a saris? A bride's who was taught in the basement of Shemichia, Ad Rov Shnosa, until the majority of his years have passed. The Rashmam explains that since the Pasuk and Tehillim describes the average lifespan as 70 years, someone has lived the majority of his years when he reaches the age of 36. At this point, he's definitely a Saris, even if he lacks all the other characteristics of a Saris. The Gemara continues that when people used to reach the age of 20 without sprouting pubic hair, they would come to Rava and he would advise them if they were thin, he would tell them, go gain weight. And if they're overweight, he would tell them, go lose weight, as being too lean or overweight can prevent the sprouting of pubic hair. Point number two, the opening mission, the 11th parak states, Noisin one may marry the relatives of a woman who was violated or seduced by him, but one who violates or seduces the relatives of his married wife is Chayim. The one asks for the source for this ruling and brings a bright that states, In regard to all forbidden relations, which Rashi defines as arise, homosexuality, and bestiality, the Torah speaks of lying with them. Whereas here, regarding his wife's relatives, the Torah speaks of taking them to teach us. The Torah forbade relations only in the manner of taking. This means that when the Torah says not to take a woman and her daughter, or not to take a woman and her sister, it's referring to a woman that was taken in marriage. It would not be forbidden to take the daughter or sister of a woman that was violated or seduced. But Papa said that this implies that when the Pusik states that one should not take his sister, that's only forbidden but not which does not make sense. Abai answered that the word lekicha has to be understood in context. In the places that it's better understood as referring to taking a marriage refers to that. And in those places that it's better as understood as lying, it's for lying. And point me to the Gemara relates to the sons of Yudan, the slave woman, were freed, and Rabbah Yaakov permitted them to marry each other's wives, referring to their widows. Rabbah said to him that Rav Shesh has prohibited such a marriage. The Gemara explains that they both agree that it's permitted for them to marry when they are from the same father. On the right level, they are certainly permitted to marry, since the convert is considered kakat and shanoadami, like a newborn baby, and these brothers are not considered related at all. Their abundance did not prohibit the marriage, since most people do not believe in the paternity of children conceived by pagan mothers who are considered licentious. They also agree that they are forbidden for them to marry if they are maternal brothers, since people might not make a distinction between proselyte brothers and ordinary brothers and come to think that marrying a brother's widow is permitted. They disagreed when they were paternal and maternal brothers. Rav Achabar Yaakov permits them because people look at them primarily as paternal brothers and call them sons of Mr. So-and-so, whereas Rav Shesha says people also call them sons of Mrs. So-and-so. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara asks, If the signs of a saris have not developed and the man has not yet sprouted pubic hairs, until when is he considered to be a minor and not yet a saris? A bride's who was taught in the basement of Shemichia, Ad Rov Shnosa, until the majority of his years have passed. The Rashmam explains that since the Pasuk and Tehillim describes the average lifespan as 70 years, someone has lived the majority of his years when he reaches the age of 36. At this point, he's definitely a Saris, even if he lacks all the other characteristics of a Saris. The Gemara continues that when people used to reach the age of 20 without sprouting pubic hair, they would come to Rava and he would advise them if they were thin, he would tell them, go gain weight. And if they're overweight, he would tell them, go lose weight, as being too lean or overweight can prevent the sprouting of pubic hair. Point number two, the opening mission, the 11th parak states, Noisin one may marry the relatives of a woman who was violated or seduced by him, but one 
who violates or seduces the relatives of his married wife is Chayev. The one asks for the source for this ruling and brings a bright that states, In regard to all forbidden relations, which Rashi defines as arise, homosexuality, and bestiality, the Torah speaks of lying with them. Whereas here, regarding his wife's relatives, the Torah speaks of taking them to teach us. The Torah forbade relations only in the manner of taking. This means that when the Torah says not to take a woman and her daughter, or not to take a woman and her sister, it's referring to a woman that was taken in marriage. It would not be forbidden to take the daughter or sister of a woman that was violated or seduced. But Papa said that this implies that when the Pasuk states that one should not take his sister, that's only forbidden derch kicha, but not derch shchiva, which does not make sense. Abai answered that the word lekicha has to be understood in context. In the places that it's better understood as referring to taking a marriage refers to that. And in those places that it's better as understood as lying, it's for lying. And pointing with you, the Gemara relates to the sons of Yudan, the slave woman, were freed, and Ravachah bar Yaakov permitted them to marry each other's wives, referring to their widows. Rabbi said to him that Rav Shesh has prohibited such a marriage. The Gemara explains that they both agree that it's permitted for them to marry when they are from the same father. On the rice level, they are certainly permitted to marry, since the convert is considered kakat and shanoadami, like a newborn baby, and these brothers are not considered related at all. The Rabban did not prohibit the marriage, since most people do not believe in the paternity of children conceived by pagan mothers who are considered licentious. They also agree that they are forbidden for them to marry if they are maternal brothers, since people might not make a distinction between proselyte brothers and ordinary brothers and come to think that marrying a brother's widow is permitted. They disagreed when they were paternal and maternal brothers. Rav Achabar Yaakov permits them because people look at them primarily as paternal brothers and call them sons of Mr. So-and-so, whereas Rav Shesha says people also call them sons of Mrs. So-and-so. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dov study Zion, and our standard Simmer is a chess Master, a chess master, chess master. So here goes. The skinny 36-year-old Sari's chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, played against a fierce opponent who married the sister of the woman he violated, while two proselyte brothers from the same father and mother refereed who are known as the sons of Mr. So-and-so. Once again, it's a motion. The skinny 36-year-old Sari's chess master, chess master, that must be learned off, Sadi Zion. The skinny 36-year-old Sari's chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, which reminds us, a person who never spread a pubic hair, nor had the characteristics of a Sari's, is considered a Sari's when Rob Shnosov have passed, the majority of his years have passed, which is when he reaches the age of 36. And when people used to reach the age of 20, without spreading pubic hair, they would come to Rob and he would advise them. If they were thin, he would tell them, go gain weight. And if they are overweight, he would tell them, go lose weight, as being too lean or overweight can prevent the sprouting of pubic hair. So, the skinny 36-year-old Sari's chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, played against a fierce opponent who married the sister of the woman he violated. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the 11th parak states, One may marry the relatives of a woman who was violated or seduced by him, but one who violates or seduces the relatives of his married wife is Chayev. The one asks for the source for this ruling and brings a bright that states, In regard to all forbidden relations, which Rashi defines as arias, homosexuality, bestiality, the Torah speaks of lying with them. Whereas here, regarding the wife's relatives, the Torah speaks of taking them to teach us the Torah forbade relations only in the manner of taking, which means that when the Torah says not to take a woman and her daughter or not to take a woman and her sister, it's referring to a woman that was taken in marriage. It would not be forbidden to take the daughter or a sister of a woman that was violated or seduced. So the skinny 36-year-old Sari's chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, 
prayed against a fierce opponent who married the sister of the woman he violated, while two proselyte brothers from the same father and mother refereed who were known as the sons of Mr. So-and-so. Which reminds us, the Gemara relates that the sons of a Yud and the slave woman were freed, and Rabbi and Yaakov permitted them to marry each other's wives, referring to their widow. Rabbi said to him that Rav Shesh has prohibited such a marriage. They disagreed when they were paternal and maternal brothers. Rav Alchabar Yaakov permits them because people look at them primarily as paternal brothers and call them the sons of Mr. So-and-so. Whereas Rav Shesha says people also call them the sons of Mrs. So-and-so. So once again, the skinny 36-year-old Sari's chess master, who never listened to his rabbi's advice to gain weight, played against a fierce opponent who married the sister of the woman he violated, while two proselyte brothers from the same father and mother refereed who are known as the sons of Mr. So-and-so. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zich, wishing you a great day and great learning.